Good evening, everyone, and welcome to another blessed episode of Spiritual Vitamins. I'm your host, The Chosen One. So, I actually did get some feedback about my previous recording, the first episode of this podcast, and um, it was very, very good feedback. So, I want to keep the good times rolling, so let's get right into our lesson for today. Today, I'm going to be talking about living by example. I felt, honestly, that this topic was a very good topic to to talk about today, and you guys know I try to get my Sunday episodes in because the knowledge that I have and the information I want to give out to others really, really can help. I mean, it it really can. So I chose living by example because society really does not put a lot of emphasis on having us understand that we are being looked up to by the younger generation. And everything that we do, we have to govern ourselves accordingly so that way they will know exactly how to behave in that same similar situation. But we don't. Sometimes we don't. So, this topic hits home for me. It really does. Because most of my life, I've always knew that my younger brother was looking up to me. And I was looking up to my older sisters. But not everyone around me was living their life according to the right things for them to do. Not even just according to what's right, but even their religion, you know. They weren't living by what their religion was telling them. So for me, I've always had an innate understanding that I don't have to be a person that lives by what my religion says. I'd rather live by doing what I believe is right. And looking at the situation from a positive standpoint. As I told you guys in the first episode, I believe in morality. I believe in doing everything that's right, good, and wholesome. I exercise my right to practice every single last faith. And if people don't like the ones that I am practicing, then oh well, I have the right to be able to practice them. I look at all the good points of it. And the points to me that I feel that are bad, I don't participate in those. I'm not orthodox in any religion at all, period. Because I don't choose to be orthodox. I choose to practice that religion according to what I believe is right and what I believe is also wholesome and good. So, yeah. Living by example is not easy, okay? Everybody knows that when you are a much older person, every younger person is looking at you and they're looking at you for guidance. But 
we need to understand that it's not just young people who are looking at us for guidance. Even adults today who are 30 years old are still looking up to their 60-year-old parents for how to do things. See, so many people always focus on the aspect of it being a younger person looking up to an older person. But then that definition of a younger person is someone who is not your age. It's not a teenager, an adolescent, a baby. It's someone who is not your age looking up to you because you're older. There are a lot of people from the previous generation, the generation I can call Generation X or Generation Old. You know, that's what I call them, Generation Old. It's a lot of people in Generation Old that are not doing what they're supposed to do. A lot of the problems we have in today's society came from the previous generation. Are they trying to correct the mistakes that their generation caused? No. We're pointing the fingers at the younger folk. Oh, it's your fault because you're younger. You should know better. No, my friend, you should know better because you're older. Had you not done this in the first place, maybe we wouldn't be where we are. We do have to hold ourselves responsible for the things that we do. Because we are the older generation, it's our responsibility to make sure that we are living ourselves, living the best life we can live. And we're showing the younger generation that there are ways to approach situations in your life without necessarily losing your damn mind. As I said, I don't practice just one faith. So if I curse it and I talk about Jesus for all my Christians, I'm sorry if that offended you. But I don't care how you feel about it. Like I said, now when you look at this at this, when you look at this from a religious standpoint, it's very important that we know that we are supposed to be the guiding generation. Anybody 30 and older, look down at the ones who are 20 and below. Those are the ones who souls you are ferrying to the next life. Whether you want to or not, that's just how it is. I have had some of the worst experience with some people who are older than me. And those people have not been good examples. When I first met my wife and we were just dating, I met her dad. And when she told me, oh, he's in the military, I was like, hot dog. I thought that was just awesome, man. I said, wow, for real? He in the military? She said, yeah. And I said, wow, okay. Here's somebody with God and principles that I can look up to. I meet him. And then I get to know him, and I find out that the man's God and principles are like that of a naked mole rat. He's about as blind as a bat. Me look up to this this dude. I got more wisdom in my pinky than this dude got in 
one hair on his leg. Me look up to you? Nah, nah, that's, that's not, no. No. Being as though the bulk of my family are Christians, I was raised in a Christian home. Where it was always God this, God that, God, 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 God. And I remember a lot in his word. In Matthew 5, 16, he said, In the same way, let your light shine before others, so that they may see your good works and give glory to your Father who is in heaven. Yes, I was just reading that off of something. I mean, so I was taught that you have to let that light shine. My father-in-law was not a good... Example of letting that light shine. He was not. So then I looked up to my own father. My dad does not go to church. My dad does calls himself a man of God, but let's be realistic. If he had to pick a tag team partner in life to fight against anybody, he wouldn't choose God. He would choose his dad. His father, before him, was a raging alcoholic. That's who a man of God would choose, a raging alcoholic. Okay, I'm just going to leave it at that. So I couldn't look up to him. Then there was my mother. Yes, yes, yes. My darling, loving, caring, kind, deceitful, lying, imposter, care about other, how other people view your narcissistic mother. Now, I put those terminologies out there because I need there to be an understanding. I looked up to a narcissist, a person who saw themselves as better than everybody else. A person who cared more about their feelings and say that they are not the cause for any of the problems in their life. That they have done nothing wrong ever in their life, period. That they are perfect. They're spotless without wrinkle. Now, I could give you a whole handful of things that my mother has done in her life. And I could tell you. And I am going to tell you. But we'll get to that point when I get to after this. Because now, I'm about 10 minutes in. I'm about to light this fire now. So, excuse me while I fill you with a little bit of knowledge. Whether we want to accept it or not, we are examples. Because we've been there, done that, and we are older, that means that the generation beneath us or the ones that are younger than us are going to look towards us for that wisdom and that knowledge. How many of you have gone to your grandmothers and asked your grandmother about her life? And she'd tell you, well, back in my day, we always say that back in the day. Back in the day. We say that back in the day because back when we were their age, things were a little bit different. So can we give 100% advice right now for what, we, what should be done? No, but we can give them something close to what they might experience. Let's say uh, you getting into the dating scene. You meet this nice, cute girl. <laughs> Your son is 14 years old starting to talk to girls. Now, when you were 14 years old at his age, 
You was macking on broads like it was nobody's business. Hey, what's up, girl? You cute. Yeah, 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 call me. It was easy back then. Now in his generation, it might not be that easy. The minute he walk up to a girl and say, you cute, she's going to be sitting there screaming rape before he even touch her. Now he in jail. You can give him some advice. Come here, son, let me sit down and talk to you. So I see you talking to girls now. All right, I'm going to tell you, you need to be yourself. You got to understand your role as a guy. The roles have changed, son. So our job is to stay appraised with how things are now. That's our job. Stay appraised of how things are now. We have to look at the situations that are in front of us, and we have to say, okay, so this is how they're doing it now. I'm going to give you guys a clear example of not staying up on your current situation. So my father, my loving father, he is 50-plus years old. He had received his papers in the mail for him to attend jury duty. So when he received his papers to attend jury duty, he said, I'm not paying for parking. I'm not going to do that. I'm not paying for parking. So he decided, okay, well, I'm going to just catch the subway down there. The thing about my father is my father has never caught the subway since the goddamn 70s. He hasn't caught the subway since the 70s. That means the 80s, the 90s, and the new millennium, my father has never been on it. He doesn't know that buses have been rerouted. The subway has changed. There's a machine for you to put money in to actually get a ticket for you to catch the the subway. He doesn't know what bus to get to get down there. So what does my father do? He comes to his darling son, and he asks me, he says, son, what bus do I take to get down to Charles Center? And I said, you on your own with that one, bro. Now, I said that because the last time when I had asked him for directions on how to get somewhere, he said the exact same phrase to me. Now, I did that because my father's supposed to be the example. He showed me of the example of how a man is supposed to be and that a man is basically supposed to be a person that's mean and hateful. So... I left it at that. My father got down there the best way he knew how. He got there on time after asking everybody else for directions on how to get down there. But because he didn't stay up on how he should get down there, he didn't know how to get down there. Now, the same unfortunate thing happened to my mother when she received jury duty. She didn't know how to get down there to the daggone courthouse. And she ran to me, asked me for advice. Now, at this point, me and my mother, literally a month before that, was at each other's throats. She asked me for advice, and I didn't give it to her. I said, get down there the best way you know how. Why? Because she did the same thing to me. Well, they both made it, but they didn't know. They come back telling me, I didn't know that the bus has changed so much, that the subway system had changed so much. You know, I didn't, I didn't, I was lost. I didn't even know how to get down there. Now me, because I always take the subway and I take the bus everywhere I go, I know how much it costs to get on the bus now. I know how much it costs to actually take the subway. I stay up on, on how to get back and forth. So... I learned a lesson. 
You got to stay appraised on everything that's happening around you. You got to make sure you're paying attention when the bus routes change and all that stuff. Because you never know. Eventually, you know, them young folk, they're going to be looking, they, not eventually, but they are, period. They're looking up to you and they're seeing you looking at, you know, these bus routes and stuff. They're saying, oh, well, you know, Pops, he stay attentive to the bus routes and stuff. I guess I got to do the same thing. Each and every one of the friends I've had in high school were all either two years or a year younger than me. So a lot of them had a nickname for me. They always called me Pops. Whenever we would hang out, they would call me Pops. Hey, what's up, Pops? I didn't mind it. That I was like a father figure to them. I was okay with that. One of them, he was a tad bit slow. And the thing is, whenever he called me Pops, I really acted like a father figure with him. The others, not so much. But with him, mostly. One day, he, come, he came to me. His mama was in the house. I came over to his house to play some video games. We sat in the porch and we talked for a little bit. And he said, hey, Pops, can I get some advice? And I said, sure. He said, well, it's this girl I really like. You know, I don't know if I should talk to her because I really don't know what I have to offer. I said, you got a good heart and you're a good man. That's the two things you need to offer her. The other things, they just come with the territory. He said, yeah, but how do I know I'm going to be a good man to her? I said, because once you meet her and you say you care about her and you go here to put your best foot forward, that's when you know you care about her. I gave him advice. I used my current relationship I was in because I was still married. I used my current relationship I was in, and I said, hey, I'm married, live my life, put my best foot forward. If I'm doing that, why can't you? <laughs> he said, yeah, you're right, Pops, you're right. And he used me as an example of how he should really put his best foot forward to try to get this relationship, and he did. He did. He ended up dating a girl. You know, things went well for him. I don't currently know if they're together no more. But, hey. The thing is, when you're leading by example, you have to understand that you have to be doing everything you have to do the correct way. Because these young people are going to see you. And these young people are going to say, hey, I don't know what you're doing. You know, what you're doing is wrong. They're going to emulate everything that you do. Everything. You got to tell yourself, okay, I'm going to live my best life. I'm going to find a good job. I'm going to put all my money where it's supposed to be, save it up. I'm going to do what I got to do. You have to tell yourself that you're going to be the best of the best because if you don't, then the people below you, the younger ones below you, they're not going to do what they're supposed to do. I'm going to give you guys an example of pure laziness. In my life, right, I've had my sisters who've always been an example to me of striving hard. But the problem with this situation is the problem with my sisters, with my situation my sisters, it's the simple fact that my sisters aren't that close with me. 
And they never have been. But I looked up to them. And one of my sisters pretty much spent the bulk of her life pretty much going around thinking wherever she let a man stick his penis or whatever man took a pen- his penis in her, you know, she going to call that man a lover. So when I got to be a little bit older, I wondered why most of my life, when I got to be a little bit older, I always messed around with a lot of girls. And that's because I, I did the exact same thing that they did. I said, okay, my older sister, she ain't care. Why should I care? But then I wised up and realized that's not the life for me. So I'm here to tell you guys now, you have to live by example. You have to be able to understand that you are the guiding principle to show those people how to do things. 1 Peter 2.21 says, For this you have been called, because Christ also suffered for you, leaving you an example so that you might follow in his footsteps. You know... In my current situation involved with my mother right now, my kids are getting the worst example of how somebody should treat you when they, when you, when they say that they care about you, when they say they want to do their best for you. I, I can't say so much about how I'm supposed to I can't say so much of how you're supposed to do it I can only give you advice on how to do it but I will say this I will say this It's not easy. It's not easy at all. With my mother, the thing is, she doesn't want to be an example. She believes that she doesn't have to set the example because I'm a grown man. But here's here's my, my advice. To all you adults who say you don't have to guide anymore because they're grown. You have to continue to guide. You are supposed to guide and you always will guide. And the reason why I say you always will guide is because guess what? At the end of the day, whether you want to accept it or not, the truth is the truth. Let me tell you now, man. I grew up always thinking with my fist and thinking with my private area. My father really did not guide me as a kid to understand what the role of a man was. So I never really had that father example and that male example of how to grow up and do the right things. So for me, there was always that example of, oh, well, you know, I got to be a knucklehead. 
Because that's how my father did was raised. Soon, me and my wife are going to be expecting our next child. And it's, we're hoping that it's going to be a girl. <laughs> next week, we should be finding out, well, actually this week, we should be finding out the gender of the baby. We should be able to know if the baby's a girl or a boy. <sighs> I'm hoping to God I can find out. If not this week, I know next week is going to definitely be the time we're going to find out. But if it's a girl, then my wife understands the type of role she has to play. If it's a if it's a, a boy, then I know the role I have to play. The thing is, we have to understand that we have to live by example. Romans 13. 13 says, let us walk properly as in the daytime, not in orgies and drunkenness, not in sexual immorality and and sensuality, not in quarreling and jealousy. Now, this is one of my favorite, favorite scriptures to read. And I live my life by Romans 13, 13. With my mom, she always battles against me for who's right and who's wrong. I never try to battle to try to decide who's right and who's wrong. I just try to live my life and have my mother understand. Okay, listen, this is the way my life is supposed to go. This is how I'm going to do it. Hold on real quick, all right? So, I find that that is a very peculiar thing. Most people don't understand the type of example you have to set. When these young people are looking up at you, make sure you're doing the right thing. Make sure... You're living by the right principles. And you're not showing them what being bad gets you. That you're showing them what doing the right things gets you. Because at the end of the day, doing right is the only way to be. Not a lot of people prosper from doing wrong. Thank you for being on my show today, y'all. And I hope this this world will be able to see a different way to do things, and I hope this word that I gave you guys today will be able to help you better navigate living your life the right way and living by a good example. Understanding that you have to be that example of how to do things. Thank you, everyone, and onward to the next episode.